This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. No, Bob Boomy. Hello, one and all. This is Brian Bowden from Nobody But Me, Inside the Goblin Universe. This is a follow-up to the original call we did on the coronavirus on March 14th. So this is the follow-up a week later, about March 21st. Um, We did lose a couple people on the call, unfortunately. They had to go and deal with what was going on in the area. But we did pick up a, a, a few other people. So right off the bat, I'd like to thank Ron Murphy, Cisco Murdoch, David Cook, Justin Rimmel, for being part of this show, and we hope you're okay, but I think it's important to understand and know and take a listen. So without further ado, here is the follow-up. Hello, Mr. Cook. Drumroll, please. I just woke you up, didn't I? This is great. So I'm going to put some ice on me. stuck <laughs> on me. It's it. Say that again. Oh, it's no problem. It sounds like you're, I'm waking you up. That's about the legal stuck around my mic. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sit do that. This is crazy. I'm trying to get people on and they don't, no one wants to come. Really? Oh, Cisco. Hey. Hey, thank God you're here. Well, that's nice. Thank you. Well, hello, everyone. I, I appreciate it. It's just you, Dave, and my, myself right now. Um, Kat's using the ear excuse, which I understand that. Yeah. Um, You've got Brian, Dave, and me. Who else do you really need? Well, you know what? We're probably going to get Ron Murphy back on. That's a joke. Yeah. I'm just making It's all good. I, I understand hey, the whole thing. How is everyone? Dang. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. How how have things... Has it really been a week, Brian? No way. Yeah, we did this last Saturday, right? Oh. Saturday. You know, it's really funny because I have no idea what day of the week it is. I'm just kind of going along with everything. <laughs> Saturday? It's not Saturday, is it? Yes, it is. Wow. Okay. I know it ends with a Y, but that's about it. <laughs> Thanks. So I'm just going to preface by saying, welcome. Um, if you're listening to this, this is a follow-up to the to last Saturday's um, show that we did. It's a roundtable call. We're trying to get people in. Um, a lot has transpired since. So I'm just going to play it. Uh, viewer discretion advised or yada yada. Okay. Sorry, we're back. It's the yada yada that scares me. Oh, yada yadas are good. They're good. Yabba dabba doo scares me more. <laughs> Yabba dabba doo. Oh my God, it's Remo. Holy crap. Hey, what's up, buddy? Oh, it's. Dude, this is awesome. <laughs> 
fucking hot I was a little unprepared and have to. I'll probably have to drop out here oh. in about an hour to do a YouTube thing, hold YouTube on. interview. But as for now, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> as for now, we're good. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm in my kitchen because that's my studio right now. I mean, I've got. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with your kids, but um, my wife and I are either going to kill our children or they're going to kill us. <laughs> Um, well, my kid, uh, my older son, has uh, been self-quarantining his entire life because he's anti-social <laughs> and uh, a gamer. My younger son, he's kind yeah. of, uh, he's struggling a little bit just because he's very social and likes to be outside and go do things. But right. uh, here in northern Indiana, we're not shut down. I mean, they close bars and restaurants and do carry out. But other than that, it's life is normal. Schools are shut down, obviously, but right. it was our spring break anyway. So, so um, I mean, like, you know, I was on with um, Davey, David Perdiones, doctor of the PhD, and we talked for about, he's in uh, Wisconsin, I believe. Um, and we were talking from like 10 p.m. my time, Eastern Standard Time, to like, like 1 in the morning my time. And I'm not, well... Just, I, I'm going to say I'm not the rabbit hole guy, but I, we all kind of, some of us are. Um, I always heard about the Q stuff, but everything's lining up. So we started trading like what's going on in his neck of the woods. And he's noticing all these little things that are taking place that shouldn't be. Like he goes to the bank and he, um, he puts his little money in the chute. He goes through the tube and the woman in the, in the bank who should be, you know, with gloves on and the whole nine is like taking it out and counting it and it's and it's right. like it's not making sense so i said this from day one i said this from day one that that this is a class two virus mm-hmm. that's being treated like a class four virus mm-hmm. so there's something else that's going on here and i know some of you guys have been military bound or mm-hmm. were and i just wanted to you know i wanted to find out like it's been a week what the heck do you think's going on well for me personally man not to fuel conspiracy theories. I'm a pretty logical person. Like, don't get me wrong. There's more than, you know, there's more conspiracy stuff that I believe more than others. Right. Some of it. Um, but, you know, I had a buddy sending me a bunch of messages about the whole Tom Hanks thing and oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, like, do you really think anybody needs a smoke screen to go arrest somebody? No, you know it's it's like no he the president or the federal government does not need a smoke screen to go hand out indictments for pedophilia okay you know let's let's one, be one, you know go ask bill yeah cosby what i'm saying <laughs> but uh at the same time i i did fuel a little bit i just threw a couple logs on the fire because uh back in october november um because i'm prior military and uh i was infantry uh the uh, local National Guard was hitting me up pretty hard, sending me text messages, calling me, trying to recruit me. And uh, I'm 39 years old, you know, and I told them, yeah. I'm like, National Guard is National Guard, all right? right, it's, right. They don't have the cutoff of 35. And, uh, yeah, I, I just kind of threw a couple logs on the fire just for my own amusement. And I was like, that explains why they were trying to recruit me five <laughs> months ago, man. <laughs> You know, and, and in all actuality, they really were trying pretty hard. They were, uh, they were basically wanting me to. They were gonna, re, they were gonna assign me to a three-year contract, throw a bunch of money at me, free health care, blah blah blah, 
all the all the good stuff. And uh, they basically wanted me to help train the local National Guard because of my prior um, experience with that kind of thing. And uh, they're basically, we just want you to help train for urban combat because you've been there. You were in the Marines. You were in infantry, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I didn't, I, you know, I told the, the conversation ended as soon as I told them that uh, the media company that I uh, own half of, 13 Stars, uh, I was like, you do realize I own half a company in a foreign country, right? You know, I said, uh, exactly. yeah, I was like, I own 50% of my media company that I created a couple years ago. I said, we got bought out by a Swedish company. I said, I still own half of it. I said, but it's based in Sweden because of tax reasons and we yeah. can shuffle stuff around easily. That And they have d- different laws uh, for journalists, which gives us a lot of opportunity as an investigative podcast and podcaster and stuff i have a little bit more leeway than most people in america but but um right dude as soon as i told him that shit oh man are you are you fucking kidding me right now (laughs) are you shitting me right now something's going down i'm like dude they do this shit all the time you know like 100 i'm not denying that things take place all the time and you're you're correct if they want to bust a a pedophilia ring no problem um, if the if if some of the, the big names are attached, mm-hmm. to cool. But I think this is a little bit more than just that. Um, this, I didn't post. I don't know if I posted it, but um, there's a picture of one of the Rockefellers, and he was like totally going off on Trump and and using the 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 malaria meds with um, with the uh, the uh, erythromycin saying like this is really dangerous this guy you know trust your doctor don't trust this people are going to die it was uh, david roth sorry it was a roth child oh um, yeah so i'll try to i'll, I'll try to share it to this mike mike rothschild no it was david rothschild and he said uh, <laughs> he said spread uh, president spreading super dangerous misinformation that will make the crisis worse because they own the they own the mm-hmm. patent they own they own a patent on corona itself the virus and they also um what was it that they did? Um, they have something else. Like I think they, they deal with like the vaccine company that's going to be vaccinating. Now, okay. look, there's, tom- there's so much shit going on and so many swirls of, of misinformation. But mm-hmm. um, I'll tell you straight up, everybody that's listening, I am not taking the virus, the vaccine. I will not take a vaccine. No, I will not let my kids either. take a vaccine whatsoever. Fuck it. I'll put my hands in God's, God's hands as always. Um, because... There's rumors about electronic IDs being put in there uh, and microscopically, mm-hmm. but you don't know. They could be giving you the damn disease to begin with. So there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. And, but uh, select people are actually noticing these oddities. Like why? I don't, great question for everybody here. In your area, with except Dave Cook is here. He's from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, Dave, Dave, Justin. Um, Good to meet you. <laughs> um, What's the police situation? I have, I'm in New York City. I don't see any police whatsoever. I haven't seen police in over a week and a half. Dude, life is the same. It's always been here. <laughs> There's nothing changing, man. But that's, uh, that's odd. Police-wise, police-wise, where I am, it's business as usual. Yeah. Same. Well, I'm finding it very odd. I mean, Cisco, you, you, you and I are kind of closer to... In, in well, you got, you're in New York, man. You guys yeah. are basically your own little weird fucking country over there man oh, God, Cuomo I mean, and <laughs> well here's another thing that we, we were to, we were discussing this last night so Cuomo was always like you know King Cuomo as we like to call him here the jackass mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he's 
shooting his mouth off because he's on one end of the party spectrum. Trump, bah, 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 Mr. I'm tough guy, right? You know, all this, you know, like spitting vinegar and balls up in the air. And um, where's the, pre- you know, calling the president out. And the last couple of days when things started really to seem ramping up between the shit that's being unlocked online, like mm-hmm. Google is now, you can search Google right now. That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> that's go, so go, yeah. It happened. I watched it happen. I don't know if anybody knows what you're talking about, but when something, not completely, but unlocked enough to where when you looked up Democrats, you got the, the rat and the red, white, and blue. You had stuff I know I tried to look up two days before was not showing up on Google and now it's showing up. I can't explain that. It's like something just a filter came off or an algorithm changed or something that, that I saw that I saw that was incredible. And, and things are just being like, if you looked up Podesta art, which is pretty freaky. I mean, this stuff wasn't coming up before. And yeah. what was very interesting, one of my friends pointed it out uh, a couple days back or a week back when they started, Trump said, uh, Google's gonna have a whole website devoted to this. Um, and, he, and he mentioned, yeah, the engineers are working on it right now to get everything situated. And Google responded almost immediately because they're on the other end of the camp saying, um, we're not doing anything with them. We, we, we didn't agree to anything. Well, at that moment, Google was just notified that the president enacted all his powers and he's just took over Google and used <laughs> it as a utility, which is why it was unlocked at mm-hmm. that point. So, I mean, yeah. like, like, there's a lot of really weird things happening besides that. I know what you're saying, Justin, with the, you know, they can arrest anybody at any point in time. But this stuff is going nuts. And then some of these celebrities, have you seen some of these people? Well, oh, the thing man. with the celebrities, like, looking, like, somebody said something about how bad Ellen DeGeneres looked in this video where she does, where she's holding up the cards or whatever. And I'm like, think about it for a second. She doesn't have six people. Who, who are paid to put makeup on her every single day. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, she's going to look like trash, man. You know, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I can see where a lot of people are coming from with some of the things. But you got to also admit, man, some people are stretching pretty far for for a lot of stuff, man. And it's with the virus, there's so much misinformation, like you had said. It's it's hard to differentiate between what's legitimate and what's not, but like I've I've literally been sent so many um, messages and links and pictures about the whole quote unquote draining the swamp. That means that they're getting rid of all the holly weird pedos and blah blah blah. And I'm like, dude, like no, he's talking about politicians that are absolute pieces of shit and worthless like that's what the president was talking about draining the swamp like he doesn't give a shit about what's going on in hollywood you know what i mean like it doesn't matter how much money they have trump still got more than them you know what i mean they but at the same time it's like um i don't know man it's it's very complex. It's, it's very complex because yeah. you have the whole the lo- thing with Oprah. Yeah. Okay, let's let's talk about the whole thing with Oprah on Twitter yep. the other day because I got woken up at like one thirty or two a.m. by somebody sending me this message. Oprah's trending on Twitter, man. Go look right now. And I did. I looked it up, and sure shit, she was trending. And it was right after she had tweeted like, 
I just got a phone call in the middle of the night saying I'm trending on Twitter. This is crazy. And people are just cherry picking all of her old tweets and retweeting them and like, explain this and explain that. Right. And everybody refers to this video that this dude's posting supposedly outside of her house. But at the same time, if you are going to post a video like that, why don't you pan that phone around and show us? You know what I mean? Like, yep. the, the video is on him the entire time. Like, I can do that out in my driveway right now, dude. You know, and, and talk like that and say those things. But, like, when it comes to the legitimacy and actual physical evidence, there's no reason he wouldn't have panned his phone around and shown what he was talking about. But he didn't. You know, and that's kind of where I'm at with it i guess i i don't know i'm i guess i'm a harder skeptic about some things and i mean my friends are going crazy and they're just like dude look watch this video man there's this whole 10-part series on youtube about this and that and i'm just like okay like i can make a youtube video about anything i want and i can provide a bunch of bullshit to convince you that it's true as well but at the end of the day like the whole thing with oprah you know like where do you sit on that cisco what do you think on Oprah? I would not sit on Oprah for all the money in the world. <laughs> was that was that your question? <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't either. No, trust me. No, <laughs> this is the deal. This is the deal. Um, I don't care about any one individual. I think people are going a little crazy. Mm-hmm. I back up off of it, try to get the you know 40,000 foot view of it. I think mm-hmm. when we start uh, getting too close to one thing, it all becomes insanity, especially you get down the rabbit hole. Sometimes you need to come up for air. That's me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's oh, yeah. True. True. Oh, yeah. As where I'm at, do I think that this virus was unleashed as a smokescreen to do this? No. I, my personal opinion, yeah. I think it's biological. I don't yeah. think it's acting like a normal virus. Well, it's mutating. I, you know, yep. just about like any other virus is going to, you know. Yeah. And anybody who's seen any videos from a meat market in Wuhan, China. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. There's a reason that we have sanitation laws here in America. And that's <laughs> fucking why right there. Oh, yeah. Um, I do. I do think there's something went wrong just because of some other things that, you know, uh, people with, you know, things have been caught with vials going in and out. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. That. There was something going on. I honestly think that there was probably more that was going to happen, like uh, the helicopters in Los Angeles when they were running out with hazmat suits. That that right. you know that was a little concerning. You know, we have to think of these things. Uh, we know Justin and I know that things like this have been going on forever. The amount of oh, you yeah. would sleep if you knew some of the things that almost happened. There's still things I'm not allowed to talk about. Exactly. Me yeah. too. You know what I mean. And uh, I mean, people freak out when I tell them when I was in boot camp in 99, one of the shots that I got was was an anthrax shot. Like I was immune to anthrax for 10 years. They straight up told me they're like, this is what this is. The other shit they shot you up with, they wouldn't tell you what it is. You (laughs) literally are in like a like an assembly line of doctors with needles and you go and get like 20 shots. And one of them, the anthrax is like a seriously painful shot to take. But they straight up told you they're like, you're immune to it for 10 years, like right around 10 years. And if you pass out, they carry you through anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) like you're getting all the shots no matter what. 
and I'll tell you what, <laughs> when the women went through, were just like, you know, you've got to act even like tougher, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it's just, but they hit you, man. That shit just knock you down, some and, of them. And, and yeah, and the anthrax, man, it was so, uh, they had to freeze it to administer it, you know, in order right. to uh, shoot you with it. So, like, you can feel it going yeah. into your body, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it oh. hurt. It's like, shit, that yeah. stung a little bit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. I mean, people are are saying that you know I think this is fake. I think it's it you know. No, it's hype. real. It's very it's real. Absolutely. Yeah. We had four people in the same family die today. Mm-hmm. It, not far from me, and three more are in the hospital. One's on life support. I mean, that's as real as it gets. Yeah. You know, I mean that whole family. But what's happening is, um, do I think it's a smokescreen for other stuff? I it, no. I don't. I think that it's possible they might take advantage of some situations for some reasons. But do I think that uh, Trump doesn't care about? Uh, he absolutely cares about human trafficking. The human trafficking mm-hmm. arrests that have happened since he's been in is unbelievable, and oh. I think it's fantastic. And, and one thing I will always commend him on, and I tell you what, even if you hate Trump, you cannot deny the fact when he put together that task force for, for uh, missing and uh, in. Missing and murdered indigenous women uh, yeah. last yeah. year, late last year. No yeah. other president has even given a shit it, to yeah. even bother trying to do that. Right. And exactly. I, I, that was amazing in my book. Yeah. Really was. I mean, if you look at all the stuff he said, he does care about that. I think the military that that surrounds him, the generals that just had enough, or whoever you want to say is involved, I think they all do care. Um, right. You know, the stuff, the other stuff that's going on, I don't deny it at all. That ring has to be broke up. I think we're in a, in, in some kind of um, horrible mess here with, you know, these kids uh, being taken, you know. That I do believe. And what do I think about Oprah? Well, she was real, you know, up John of God's ass for a long time. She yeah. had oh, that, yeah, yeah. that, you know, uh, <clears throat> young girls in Africa where some of them are coming out now and saying... Yeah. Oh, they had the kids and now they're gone and what's happened to them uh, it, there, there's it's a sticky wicket man any any rabbit hole you jump down when it comes to that um it, you can get so deep down it but right. there's a way to clear them all out at once would that cause a panic yeah it probably would i mean the way people are acting about toilet paper is why we can't tell them the truth about friggin' aliens. No I mean, shit. Exactly, yeah. And <laughs> no in, in, in the same regard to Oprah, too, the whole thing, everybody keeps posting, well, see, she here's some pictures of her with Weinstein. And it's like, listen, if we're all guilty by association at oh, some God, point. I'm dead. We're all dead. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's I'm like, you, you can't post a picture of her because you, who the hell knows you know how the hell you, nobody you can't sit there and say oh well Oprah knew what Weinstein was doing the whole time you know and it's just like dude like come on man you right. know you got fucking friends that probably did some crazy ass shit does that mean that you did it and knew about it no it doesn't like you gotta be logical about it you know, you know the thing in Africa does bother me though those poor kids and what John of God was doing basically he had a, a baby farm you know, he held these people, and they were having kids, and then those yeah, kids. Yeah, that uh, school in South Africa. That's, right. That's, yes, yeah. that's disgusting crap, and it's not the only place. So if there's something that can be done about that, fantastic. I really don't think this is another four-year four election. I really don't. I simply love the man, 
I absolutely yeah. love Trump. I never cared well, right. about politics before. That's the part I get into. That's the deepness I get into. Uh, you know, the little things. I mean, when somebody first told me that the reason he said um, a certain word, he was saying it wrong. You know, and then right. you look at right. and then you, and then and and then it means something, and you don't have to make it stretch. It fits. It snaps like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you go back. And he doubles it on something else. That's the stuff that gets me. I'm like, what's happening here? You know what I mean? What's happening? Couldn't tell you. But something's happening. And I just I just can't put my finger on it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's I not, do, yeah. It's you know, here's the thing. Like, like what I was saying, I think I, I mentioned before, when Cuomo talking all this crap about Trump, and then all of a sudden, the last couple of days, he's changed his tune. And he's even said, no, the president's doing a great job. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a pretty... Uh, Old a, statement oh, for it's, Cuomo. It's yeah. a, but no, dude, it's a 180. And then, but the, the, the interesting thing is what people aren't picking up on is the body language, is, is how serious he looks now and how frazzled. Um, because I think they just told him what the real deal is. And... Yeah. They shocked the shit out of him, and then they enlightened him into like you know you know we've all had those people that were were you be it the boss or you know in the military whoever the superior were and you're like oh this guy's a jackass right this guy couldn't get his get his ass out of a box and then you you know and then you tell them the truth and all of a sudden they rise to the occasion and they're like oh my god I have a totally different opinion of this person now he's a really no no you don't know him he really is a good guy you know he really is a, a good leader you know. This is what's taking place. Um, there's a lot more support for this president now than ever was. Yeah, surprisingly, he's got the national guard up, up his ass. You know what I mean? You start flooding the streets. I mean, you guys know you got it out there. We've got it here. We had it in Sandy. I mean, everybody was, uh, you know, talking a bunch of crap about the hurricane. Let me tell you something. Twenty-four hours in, and everybody says, and I think Justin will absolutely agree with me on this. Is I sit back and I'm real quiet and I prepare. And I set the perimeter up, and then I set my inside. It's just what we do, you know? And I've got people that I'm responsible for, and I'm going to make sure they're taken care of and don't get between me and them. That's just the way I am. Yeah, for sure. And once that's set, then you start looking at the outside, and you start watching how everybody's acting. And when my husband said, you know, i got to take the truck to get gas so I can go to work, I said, man, I told you to do this beforehand. I said, I'm going with you because he's not the type of guy that can handle upheaval very well. You know what I mean? And, and notice body language before it starts breaking. 24 hours into Sandy, people were pulling each other out of cars and beating each other in the streets in the gas line for gas. They didn't even have a chance to get hungry yet. Do you, you get my point? They hadn't even got a chance to get hungry yet. When people sat on their butts and they didn't get food and they didn't get medicine, they didn't get the things they needed, that's when society starts to break apart. And if you think the National Guard is just there to hand out, you know, biscuits and toilet paper, you know, my husband's like, oh, well, they're just there to help out and stuff like that. They're not even armed. I said, honey, they ain't far from the guns. You know what I mean? Uh, This time, maybe we'll stop the looting and the riots before it happens. But in some places, it could very well. Oh, for sure. I, I think, the, yeah, the primaries right now, from what you know, all my my intel from different people from around the the the, the North America, is that um, it's it's basically California, New York right now. 
That's the major focus points. And they're, they're already shutting down California for the most part. Um, How is the UK? How, I mean, it's been there longer. How are the people acting in the UK, Dave? Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, still okay. holding, still bulk buying. Uh, I don't know if any fights that have broken out yet over here. But everything else is just absolutely ridiculous. Everything's yeah. on shutdown now anyway. Yeah, and how long have you been on shutdown, love? Only since Friday, officially. Okay, last Friday, so a week? No, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, you know, Dave Contamay said something about a theory, so if you want to throw it out there, because your perspective is going to be basically UK-based with a little bit of global. So what was that theory that you were thinking of? Um, Legal genocide. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. The, reason, the reason why I say that is I've sort of looked at the sort of age range that it's affecting and the type of people it's affecting and the fact that for years now we've been saying that we're running out of resources on this world because people are living longer and if people die of illness, no one's going to suspect it. Whereas okay. if it's murder, like euthanasia, then they're going to start questioning it. Yeah, and you know, um, uh, John John Maller was on, he has a podcast, uh, Odd to Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get him back on here, but he mentioned, and Ron Murphy just came in, but um, John mentioned uh, before, God bless you, Stay away from me. Stay six feet away from me, Ron. Um, <laughs> that, that wasn't me. Oh, okay. So what he mentioned was that Canada, and this is why I want a cat on, has a, a very large population of baby boomers that are, are causing a financial burden on their economy, you know, and the jobs and everything. And how convenient is it that the people that have witnessed all the horrors and atrocities of this world, that great generation of baby boomers throughout the world, that have witnessed, you know, Stalin and communism and socialism and Nazism and all these evil and hurtful things, that would be the first ones opposed to that kind of philosophy being brought back into play. Um, that combined with the fact that they, they are a burden to the system for the younger generation or, you know, you, you know feed those people a bone, you get rid of them and you've got people coming along like, well, I got a great job, you know, there's no more old people and I can, I can work and they give me free Wi-Fi. So there's a little bit more of that conspiracy end of that. So when you said illegal genocide, that's pretty freaking accurate. Well, I was thinking as well that older people and people with health problems are not really productive in society. They can't really work anymore. They can't pay taxes and keep the rich rich and things like this so what good are they now exactly exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead sorry about that. That, yeah, that's terrifying i mean but that that's a very uh you know uh, but the outlook i mean it, it seems as if more is going on and, and i'll tell you I, I came in late i apologize for that but what is going on here in the state of pennsylvania is you know we have this suggested thing where everything needs to close down uh, but their people are not closing down. I live next door to a hairdresser, and the people that are going over there are all people over 65 years old. People are still going out, still going about. Uh, my question is, why don't they simply now? If if this and this conspiracy does make sense to me, 
why aren't they simply shutting down everything? Why is there a delay? If we know that, you know, if everybody stays inside for 14 days, this thing will pretty much smother itself. I do not understand why, unless there is a concerted effort to actually let this thing carry on and get rid of who it, you know, it might be designed to get rid of. I think they're trying to give us the benefit of the doubt for us to use our common sense before they force their hand, to be perfectly yeah. honest with you. And yep. as humans, we're stupid. All right. <laughs> Amen, you know what brother. I mean? And I'm yeah. not trying to be mean when I say that, but like at the end of the day, you know, you hear all that talk about martial law, this Stafford Act, and it's like, listen, they're literally telling you to stay the hell home if you are sick. And it's like people, even the the lady uh, today up in Quebec who was arrested, she's a confirmed case. She's on quarantine. The cops had to go and arrest her because she kept breaking the rules and leaving her house and going places. And it's like the cops finally had to say, okay, fine, we're going to take you to jail. If you're not going to quarantine yourself like we've told you to do a dozen times, if you're too stupid to follow those simple directions – then we will do it for you. And I think that's what people are missing the point about, like stupid-ass spring breakers going down to Florida. You know, and it's like, how dumb can you be? It's like, don't be selfish. It's not about you, you know. It's the older people, the people with pre-existing health problems. It's like, they're trying to give us the benefit of the doubt at this point, and they're like, okay, you know, like, this is what you need to do. Do it. But people are stupid, and they can't follow the simplest of directions, you know. Exactly. I do know that they shut down the beaches in Florida today, though. I do know that because I have a friend that finally. lives down in Florida. Yeah. yeah, finally. Exactly right. That's right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, unless you are going with a conspiracy, I mean, I think the reason why people do go with the idea of a conspiracy is they don't want to admit on how unintelligent the human race can be as a group. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. I, I mean- that thing I read on the thing, this is the first time you can save the world by sitting on your ass and watching TV and staying home. Don't pick <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously, when are we ever going to have this opportunity? We're such a fast, like, like you know, super never-ending uh, type of, uh, of uh, society now. And, like, when the fuck are you going to get a chance for 30 days <laughs> to sit on your ass and, like, this is like a vacation in many ways. Yeah. You know, I've got, I forgot who it was. Someone posted, like, um, you know, our, our, our grandparents and parents were, were called to war, to fight a war. I mean, you're being asked to sit on your ass and watch Netflix. I think you can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going yeah, in and out of video just so you know. I want to try to save bandwidth because it, it, it's, it really is a little shoddy these last couple of days. So, but if you don't see me, I, I apologize. Well, Netflix is probably busy as hell right now, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I've got a suggestion. For 30 days, they should listen to our shows. Exactly. That's exa- yeah, <laughs> I agree. That would Forget be great. Netflix and chill. Listen to our shows. You can't go far on. Yeah, well, you're you're on tomorrow, but you do the live thing. That's 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 the difference. I don't do. We can't really do a live thing. We could do a, like a Facebook thing, but um, Facebook has just been spitting down everybody. Anyhow, um, that's why I do a pre-record. It's just easier. Facebook cesspool. I can't. I I try so hard. I just want to put up positive things and stuff like that. I'll look at Justin's and 
you know. I try to. I try to put up a lot of positive stuff, but yeah. I also have to tell people how stupid they are sometimes, too. And, of course, oh, that yeah. gets me a lot of backlash. Like my whole Italian post the other day. I'm like, listen, the yeah. reason Italy is so bad, like, it takes five minutes to look up. Italy has, what, 30, 28 to 34 percent of their population is over the age of 60. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, they're, yeah. Yeah. They weren't treating people over a certain age because apparently they couldn't. I, I heard, and it could be wrong, that they went from 80 to 70 to 60, I think, you know, and then just tried to help people through it. I mean, that's it's awful. I mean, honestly, I said this last week. The only thing we can do, I'm, I'm a crazy herbal Native American nutbag, and I'm going to eat my raw garlic and my blueberries and my... You know, everything else. I'm sitting here nebulizing my silver. I've done this. <laughs> the thing is, is the colloidal silver that I take does not turn you blue. But like I said, it saved my life through five brown recluse spider bites. And I've had mercenary buddies that were six foot seven and nothing but walking muscle that one killed them. One killed yeah. them. Yeah. You know. So, and I got through it. So I'm sticking with what I know and just trying to boost my immune system because that's the only ammo I have against an unseen thing. And we're trying to be smart. Like Justin said, common sense is not that common. I see a lot of stupid things happening, you know, out there. And I just told people a week ago, shut down. We've got the stuff. We got plenty to do. You know, I need the kitchen painted, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but the only, um, I think recourse or, or, or relief I have from this is knowing that now these parents that raise these kids that are entitled and, um, you know, their, their ethics are in the toilet and they don't care and they're just me, give me mine and all this. Now they are locked up in a house with them. Right, right. That's that's very interesting, and and that's what I posted the other day on Facebook because I am tired of all the uh, you know, basically people just putting very negative spins on things rather than looking towards the future. You know, the the, the thing that I posted is. I don't think that we're looking at an apocalypse as much as a reawakening, you know, to really kind of take things into consideration. You know, celebrity doesn't matter anymore. They're in the same position that we are. You can see some, you know, that are broadcasting on Facebook, you know, and they get, you know, people tuning in to see what they're up to, but they're exactly on the same playing field. And the people that are keeping us alive are, you know, the high school dropouts who are working in grocery stores, you know. these are, The world is becoming upside down, and it's really, whenever this all does, settles everything is going to be in perspective now and we're going to look at things and question things much more differently than we have in the past we're, we're evening the playing field right now absolutely and, that's, and, that's, and, that's a good word yeah and you know what look i you, my I have, a, I have i have a bunch of buddies that are big 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 q people and i have i i have my own take on it and there's some things that are really good and we're going back to the q and the conspiracy type of stuff but if they're correct we're, either way, I feel we're going to be in a better spot. Either way, I think we're going to be kinder and nicer to each other. Um, I'm thinking, you know, July 4th is coming up, and I can could, I could see us, like, reaffirming that we are, are Americans. All, all men are created equal. And I, I'm not getting into the gender bullshit with people. Men is a universal term for mankind, which is what we all are. And I could see it being a great celebration globally um, that, you know... We made it through this, and 
we, we now we know what our real perspectives are. It's not a smartphone. It's family. Life is fragile. And, you know, it, I think it is global. I'm so proud of, you know, our friends across the pond, Dave, you're the representative. You've got all of Britain on your shoulders tonight. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it's not too heavy. But no no see, pressure. We've watched a lot of people trying to, um, you know, get their countries back. And we've come a long way from saying the Pledge of Allegiance. When I went to school, we said the Pledge of Allegiance, you know. We, we you know, we stood on our, uh, stood up when, the, you know, the Star Spangled Banner was played. That You stood up when you had pride in your country. We knew that that flag was fought for. Whatever country it was, it was fought for, you know. To, to I think fly. that's, yep. I think that's what a lot fly. of people forget about America and why we have so much pride in our country is because we actually fought for this shit. You know, going back to what you were saying though about the spring breakers and all these kids and this 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 generation that grew up of me, me, me and and you know, I'm entitled. These kids don't realize what it was like. These kids don't understand that nope. sometimes you know, you're the reason why you're able to go to spring break at you jackass during a freaking plague is because of the freedoms <laughs> of, of men, women, children exactly. and animals that killed it, you know, died. I mean I, I, you know, it's, I took it very seriously. You know, I mean, yeah. you just, and I took an oath to protect it, and there's no expiration date on that oath. You know, but and I mean, like, how I feel about it. I was discussing with a, with a lady like a couple of days ago. You know, you going out here and there to get your supplies, and there was an older lady there, and we were like, these, you know, I was laughing because like people are panicking. I'm like, just wash your hands. You know, stay away from each other. Wash your hands. I said, you know, if we had, a, she she commented. If we had a real war, we'd we'd be in trouble because oh. none of these people would go to. You, can you picture any one of these? Put these people in on D-Day or storm the beaches, yeah, you know, like of Normandy. It, it wouldn't even happen. Safe place on that fucking U-boat, man. It, it smelled like a yeah. shit shithole because like there'd be a couple of kids that were like Midwesterners or whatever, you know, uh, that are running out there like let's fucking do this, and then the most of them would be crying and trying to update their status. Like I can't believe they're gonna make me. I can't believe they're gonna make me go up to that Nazi nest. <laughs> you know, Listen, man, I, people are gonna hate me for it, but I, you know, other countries have it, and I. I know America would never do it, but I, I don't think it would hurt kids to come out of high school and put in two years. Honestly, just, just on, on I that agree. topic, I, I actually just got done doing that four-part series on Carlos Hathcock, right? And yeah. uh, in part three, I made an offhand joke about, you know, how when he went back to do his sev second tour and uh, he had been gone from uh vietnam for a couple years he said everything was different he's like the enemy was different but he's like the troops over there were different the american troops and he says it was just a different mentality of like peace and love and they didn't want to be there they were all drafted i made this offhand joke about how you know when the whole shit popped off with iran and then north korea last year about how uh you know, if you were on social media, you saw a bunch of younger folks crying about, oh, there's going to be another draft. And I made this offhand joke about, ain't nobody drafting you half-ass fucking people <laughs> out here today, okay? Because there's going to be enough people volunteering there that are more badass than you, so don't worry about it. I got a bad, I got a bad review. I got a one-star review where somebody called me a moron about because of, <laughs> I said that. And, and I straight up, as you guys know, I know you and C Brian and Cisco know, I, I read my reviews at the end of the episodes, and uh, I acknowledge that one, and I'm just like, you know, you have to have the observational skills of Stevie Wonder, and no offense <laughs> to Stevie, if you didn't see that. 
you know, people talking about the bringing the draft back. And it's like, it's never going to happen. I never believed it was going to happen. I didn't say it was going to happen. But I was like, there was talk about it. And if you're at all observant, you saw it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they would never. I mean, it would do good, to be honest with you. I think yep. it would. I think it would help a lot of people. Yeah, put them through that year of basic training. You know, show them, you know, like that whole, um, what's the name of that movie, White Squall. You know what I mean? Just really put them through. I think if you take the individual and you put them through a situation, that's what basic training is about. To show uh, the individual what they're really made of. Yeah, and build you up as a team. It's break down yeah. your individuality yeah. to build you yeah. up as a team so you care yeah. about more people than just your fucking self. Yourself. And exactly. people don't realize right. that. And, and you also have to have that trust factor there. I mean, you know, yeah. you have to be able to, you know, the guy that's in front of you and back of you and vice versa, you know yep. that in, in, in a military situation, the guys that make it, the men and women that make it and then are in our service know that um, I got your back, man. I mean, we may have had a fight before, but I got your back. And, and that, well, that's the problem today. You know, there's not many people. I mean, I was commenting just on, on my, my oldest. She's 12. And it's like, these people don't have friends. They have associates, but they don't have real friends. Like, when I was their age, I mean, we were doing some crazy shit that would have gotten us killed. But we, we all knew that, that like, like, dude, I got your back. I mean, and we meant it. Um, today they yeah. don't have that, and and it's really sad that people are are missing out on that type of like bond, you know. Yeah. The, the intestinal fortitude, man. They just it's just not not there. That's why I said the parents who raise these kids that are like this now are now have to be locked up with them and have to <laughs> come face to face. And you know, some of them might come out better for it. You know. Um, I don't think, I hope that, you know, I hate to say it, but if the internet goes down. <laughs> oh, there's going to be blood in the streets if that happens, man. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? That, I, I mean, Ron, you have like, you have like the Brady Bunch there. Ron has five of his own and then two, two more added with uh, his new misses. And Ron, I mean, like, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, I don't know how I do it either, man. It, 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 it's it's mind-numbing, you know, to tell you the truth. But um, th that's what somebody had said whenever I came on. And I, I forget the person that said whenever I came on, but this is allowing families to actually be together. It, it really is, again, as I said, putting things in perspective. Jobs really don't matter. They kind of abandon you anyways whenever the going gets tough. The idea of this community um, and as, as it was stated about the idea of the Pledge of Allegiance, it's bringing everybody into a community. That's truly what is important. That, that is what made America great. And we've lost that. The idea of sitting at home with your children and listening what they have to say, even though it could be, you know, hair raising to have to put up with this. But the idea of, you know, skimping on food and the idea of planning next day's meal because we don't know exactly what will be available at the grocery store. This stuff has never been seen in America for the last, you know, 100 years or so. Yeah. And it's really allowing us to see everything in focus where it's not the job that's going to get you through life. It's not money that's going to get you through life. It's those people that you love and who love you that you surround yourself with. That's what makes all the difference. It's a refocus. It's a refocus. It you is. Know? 
Yep. And not only is humanity refocusing, but I think that if you look around, the world is kind of resetting itself as well. You know, the uh, the smog levels over Los Angeles has been incredibly low. Um, you know, it, the, 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 uh, the, the dolphins in Venice, absolutely. Things are, I mean, really, we have been out of sync for so long, and we've been taking advantage of so many things around us. The world kind of shrugged and said, look, you know, I'm not going to really take this anymore. And that does happen. I mean, if whenever you look at the plague, you know, like, like if you look at plagues throughout history, this is, uh, you know, a, one of those little blips on the historical uh, landscape. You know, when we think about the bubonic plague or whenever Christopher Columbus, even whenever he came to America, the first tribe that he came in contact with was the Diano. And uh, the only thing that exists from those people is some a few borrowed words like um, barbecue and uh, and hammock and, you know, things like that, you know. The idea of, of plague coming in and completely wiping out a civilization is 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 quite common. I mean, in the historical framework, uh, you know, I was reading today whenever the plague was sweeping throughout England, King Henry VIII decided that he would barricade himself in his room for a couple of weeks, and that's the things that needed to be done. Um, but but we have to look at the past to figure out how we're going to deal with the future, and by doing that, we need to stay away from everybody. We need to be very level-headed about this, and we really have to rethink the way we're going to use the world around us, the resources, and how we're going to treat people at our disposal. Yeah, I, yeah. Nature you know, finds a way, man. Yep, it does always, always. That's exactly right. It, it, the idea, and I'm a big fan of this. The idea of this synchronicity that that this creation puts out a vibration and we can choose to be in rhythm with that vibration and tune with that vibration or we can step out of it for so long we have chosen to step out of it um and that's a shame and i think that's really going to refocus on how we look at the world you know you know um i, I was on the mallard report um jim was invited to this but you know jim doesn't want to come on but he does something every um november it's called the prediction show and I predicted, I mean, I'm just as my assessment of everything that we're, we're getting to a point of a global conflict where we're in this country, I'm talking about U.S., mind you, Dave, um, that we're so entrenched in our, in our camps that we are uh, really like one minute away from midnight of having another civil war. And it's not about slavery. It's about, uh, you know, the rights that you had was created this country and this social democratic type of crap that people are looking at um, because the, everybody was so deeply entrenched in it. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, I said, we need to have um, there's the only, yeah, the only way to get out of that is, is, is like a global co conflict or disaster. Like Reagan said, and I'm not like a huge Reagan guy. You know, my, my politics are more libertarian, I guess, Jeffersonian liberal, which is libertarian currently today. But he's right. What if there was a threat where we all had to work together? It would be better for everybody, wouldn't it? And basically, we're, we're living that right now. And, and we're doing so without having the the body count, believe it or not, that they had in the Civil War. I mean, yeah, we, absolutely. Yeah, so, that's right. That's so right. this is a huge thing that's taking place, um, and I hope from this people 
learn from it. I mean, we, of course, we're going to have the percentage of jackasses that will be jackasses, you know, and that's why natural selection is so great. But I think we're going to get a lot of people that walk away from this and are really totally changed, but for the better. I would hope so. It's like, uh, I don't know if you guys saw what I posted the other day about us as as human beings learning from this. And it was more of a how much we take the small things for granted, mm-hmm. you know, in our yep. society today, like saying, I'll do it tomorrow, you know, oh, I'll go see my grandparents next week. And it's like, now that we can't, you know, and I hope it puts things into perspective for, for most humans, you know, I'm from a small town with a huge family, you know what I mean? So it's, right. and we grew up poor, you know, there were five kids, single mom, you know, super poor. So like scrounging for food. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that since before I was even, <laughs> you know, there was it's even like an old epidemic, school right now. Yeah. Pandemic. Yeah. It's, it's and hunting for food. You know, it's like, I will survive. I have no, me and my kids, me and my two boys, we will survive because right. we grew up, I grew up in the country. We hunted for food. We trapped, we fished, you know, I'll be fine. But at the same time, it's like, you know, they don't get it. You know, they don't understand. They wanted to go out to, you know, freaking Applebee's the other day. And I'm like, yep. listen, boys, like, <laughs> we can't be doing that right now. <laughs> you know, there's kind of this thing going on right now, you know, yes, but yes, yes, yes. I just, I just hope it, it helps us all put things into perspective as humans and not to be so selfish and take small things for granted every day, you know, just yep. the everyday things, you know? Yeah. The, fir- the thing that I did today for the first time in a long time is I took a walk. It wasn't a very long walk, about 45 minutes. And I walked, and guess what? If you go out into the woods, you can see things coming to life. You can see the leaves budding on the trees. Um, The frogs were singing. You know, it was, it was, it's, it's kind of chilly here. I mean, it was in the 40s, but nature was still returning and things were coming back to life again. And there's that promise that no matter what happens, no matter how bad it seems, life does find a way to go on. And it will in this case as well, too. But it's just taking all that stuff for granted. I really kind of reevaluated everything today. Um, you know, you take all this stuff for granted and how fleeting life is. You only are given, you know, 80 to 100 years on this planet. You're, you're, you're scrounging around. Uh, you know, people work themselves to death. And really, at the end of the day, it's those little things. It's seeing that little blossom on the tree or hearing a frog croaking, or you know, your kid asking you to make them an egg for breakfast like they do every damn day at 8 o'clock in the morning and refuse to let me right. sleep in. <laughs> yeah, but things like that, things like that is amazing. And my job, you know, I, I work for the county, I work with the school district. They could care less about who I am or what I do. You know, even though I'm, a, I'm in social work, you know, that's not a family. That's how you get your money to live. And that's completely replaceable. People have to, I think they'll reevaluate themselves. Like you said, Brian, I think what's going to happen is people are going to say, you know what, I can find another job or I can find another way to get money, but I am going to, to really respect who I am. I'm going to respect my family and I'm going to put things first that for so long I've been putting last. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, you know, it's really tough. I have a I have a twelve year old and an eight year old, and sometimes the eight year old gets things that the twelve year old doesn't. But it's like, and I understand their their point of view because you know life is about 
uh, internet and phone and you know connecting and what have you like why can't we go to the store and they kind of get it but they don't get it and and that may be them innocently um just putting it to the back burner uh for them to to accept what is what what is going on but um in the end i mean we went for a long walk today it was like pulling teeth uh, regarding my kids like oh my god <laughs> i can't feel my legs you know and it's like my wife and i used to do this shit like all the time i mean this wasn't even a hike it was just like we went to the park i showed them where george washington fort number one was we went a little bit further up like to where the school was and they were like acting as if i was giving them like a like a, a 10 mile hike full pack you know you know full pack with gas mask on and, and it was just insanity and and but you know what? By the end of these 30 days, uh, I think my wife and I are determined, like, hey, we're going to look really freaking good. Um, <laughs> you know? I mean, this is the ultimate in diet. We're going to get America back down to the slim size America. And you know what? Maybe if these kids, you know, I, I have this strong feeling, like, six months from now when things start going back to semi-normal, um, you know, I hope one of my kids goes, hey, can we go for a walk again? I, I don't yeah. think it's going to have my wife laughing right now because, you know. <laughs> she knows. But, yeah, she but, knows. <laughs> but, you know, parents, parents are, you know, I, I told somebody today, I was on another show, and I told parents, I said, look, just write down, jot down all the things that while you were at work, you wished you could go home and do with your kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Yep, exactly. If you children, you know, I'm, I, my children aren't little anymore. I can't get to my grandkids. They're way on the other side of New Jersey right now. You know, I worry for them terrible. But if I was with them, there'd be craft-a-thons. Like, you would not believe we'd be, <laughs> we'd be baking stuff. It's yep. like, my son, I have my son here with me, the one who was in the accident. And he's the only one that, I'm not into, I don't eat a lot of bread and stuff, but he does. And you couldn't get it. And I said, well, we're going to, we'll bake it. We'll just go over here. And it amazed me, yep. too, in the grocery stores that, you know, you you couldn't touch the normal things were gone, like, you know, the easy stuff. But you could go over the whole wall of vitamins was there. The whole <laughs> yep. wall of natural stuff was there. I mean, I Corn went meal. right in, Cornmeal. I went right into <sighs> the vegetables. And I'm just grabbing all these vegetables and citrus and kale and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, I was just amazed by that. And you, you can sit, if you want to know what's going on, what's gone on to society, go look at the grocery store. Look what's missing and look what's still there. We are yeah. so out of sync. We're so I, out of sync with our own bodies. I, I want to put a caveat own- in there, though, Cisco. Uh, the, the sandy water that's still there is there for a reason. It sucks. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. A lot of them gluten allergy disappeared overnight, didn't they? <laughs> a lot of allergies disappeared. <laughs> God had to do everything too. You know what I mean? We used to, when I lived in Alabama, out in rural Alabama, I mean, it was just, I miss it terrible because I could go off my back porch and shoot my 357 and, you know, and it was not a problem. And I miss it so bad. I had to come up here to Jersey to, to see relatives. We well, got even- a spot up here in the Midwest for you, Cisco. Anytime you want, you can do that everywhere. <laughs> I need to do Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll build a house in a tree. I got a hammer and some nails. Yeah, you know but, what? I mean, they tried doing that in the city, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been trying to get you out of the city for three years, so just sit there and shut up. Yeah, I've been trying to get him out of there for a while. Well, I think well, the cities are a problem. Let me tell you, Western PA is not in the future, but we, we were all set to kind of head down towards where Cisco is. Literally, within 
minutes of, of, of Cisco, and we still are. I mean, the, I, I, have a, I have a good feeling it's going to happen, and it's going to happen within six months. Um, that being said, if this does happen, just come over to my place, because I am the first thing I'm putting on in my house is a still. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've already, I've already got that. They, they, I knew you <laughs> did. <laughs> that was no question about Don't that. Nobody. <laughs> no, personal it. use, personal use. Well, I, I, I'm getting out of Jersey. I'm going back to where you know I can, I can see the sky and and all that stuff when yeah. all this is over. Because, like I said, I can't. This world has done such a thing as as far as at least in America. As far as I've seen, there's been such a split. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not Trump's fault. It happened long before where everybody oh, was yeah. just... You can't blame this on politicians, man, unfortunately. You know what I mean? You know where it started going wrong? I mean, I remember when my kids were in school, uh, when my oldest, who's, God help me, 32 now, when he was in, like, third grade, he'd bring home his books, and I'm like, is this what they're teaching you? You know, mm -hmm. oh, my yep. God, this is all... It's all lies. And, you know, it started to sink in. And eventually, within a year, I homeschooled them both. I took them both out of there. And I said, well, at least at home, you're going to learn the truth. So we did it that way. And I don't regret that for a minute. Because they both make so much sense now. They're both blue collar. They're, they don't know one trade. They know three or four. And they can put, they are having no problem putting food on the table, you know, um, yep. trade-wise. And that's just the way it is. They could do multiple things. But... I don't know what happened or where it happened, but everybody just started splitting and not making any sense. And I saw that in the grocery store. I really did. I saw people just, you know, I'm like, you don't understand. What, what, what do you mean you're, you're, you can't make it because you don't have toilet paper. You, don't, you can't make it because you don't have, you know, milk or eggs. There's other things you can do, you know. I mean, you look over there, all the rice and all the beans were still there. All the, you know the canned hams and stuff like that. They just going for the easy, convenient stuff. And I think that was our downfall. That's going to be our downfall. And somehow people are going to have to make it. And as much fun as we make of this virus and everything else or what caused it or what didn't, it's here. I mean, there's a family not far from me that are, they have seven funerals and there's three more in the hospital right now. That's a whole family. And we haven't heard the end of this yet. It's a real thing. So yep. spend time with the kids. Make those phone calls, FaceTime, tell people what they mean to you because, um, you know, we don't know what it's going to hit or if it is, you know, like I said, the only thing we can do is build our own immune systems, you know, start looking into the old ways, the natural cures, do one, do two, three, do, fuck it, do them all. Yeah. You know, one of the things I said, and I don't know, you know, I'm not going to get into anybody's like religious preferences but i'm a very spiritual individual and I, I i i don't really conform to a specific religion um but i do take a lot of of from multiple different religious things going on and i gotta tell you um we've we've lost and, and i don't want to go republican on people but they're they're right we've lost this religious higher power belief system uh family and morals and and in desperate times they always tell you all the time like you said, there's no atheists in foxholes, right? You, you know, I think prayer does does help, be it prayer, meditation, um, you know, whoever you want to pray to, for the most part, um, and it's good. There, there, you know, it's there's nothing wrong with having morals. Um, there's nothing wrong with doing the right thing. Uh, you know, you you know, 
this whole gangster thug lifestyle that some people have been playing these days <laughs> is just yeah. it's you know like everybody's been coming a fucking rap video and and you know what it, there's they what's don't know so, shit. They don't know, you know. <laughs> don't like, know shit about shit, man. Ex exactly, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I, look, I want to, you know, I, I, I came close to joining the service. Um, I, 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 I had the pen on the paper. I could see the guy that was the recruiter for the for the Coast Guard, mind you, um, salivating. And then I stopped and I said, you know what? I'm not really good. I'm not really good on boats, you know. Um, so I walked away. But you know, between you, Justin. Cisco, I don't know, Dave, if you have any service, but I know Ron, which I found out, is an Air Force veteran. So, That's right. so I thank all of you for doing what you did. And I know that some of you have experienced things that have, have dramatically changed your entire world in life uh, and, and may have hurt it. And I, and I apologize for that, but I want to thank you guys for doing it. I want to thank all these people that step up to their plate and, and get this done because I think it's important. Um, but you know, I think we need to start really, really focusing on um, you know getting back to basics again, like like Cisco is saying. Yep, we have to if we're going to mm -hmm. survive as as just human beings. We have to because I think we've been you know just po I don't even want to say pulsating life, but that's what we've been doing. It's like. Now, whether they, in the kill brackets, whatever you want to say, have been putting us and conditioning us for that over decades, just go, you know, go get your paycheck, stay busy. You know, we've been treading water for a long time, man. You know, mm. especially yeah. us, whether, you know, blue collar or white collar, whatever, whether you worked in an office or whether you worked, you know, with a hammer in your hand, we have been trying to get that paycheck so we can just keep the roof over our kids' heads or our heads. And, you know, maybe, you know, watch some TV at night or, or sports or whatever. And now we've got to stop. It's just come to a dead stop. And like Justin was saying in the beginning, that he thinks they're just trying to appeal to our common sense and our common sense of decency and our... Um, you know, that we're going to do the right thing and stay off the streets and take this seriously. And people are not going to do that. You know, it's going to take a higher power, some kind of power, to keep these people off the streets. And I just want to say again, I don't want to be a pessimist or anything else, but I'm a realist. You know, all these people sitting on their butts and not doing anything are sitting around waiting for us to do it so they can come take it. And I'm yeah. <laughs> the truth. That's just the truth. So don't let your guard down. Don't live in fear, but do not let your guard down. Oh, guard is up 24-7. I'm a New Yorker. I mean, you could take me to the woods. <laughs> they, they used to, we used to go hiking uh, uh, you know, well away from New York City, deep in the woods, and we'd park our cars to, to go, you know, go on a hike and stuff like that. And I always put the club on my car. And they used to make fun of me. And I'm like, you know what? You know what? I'll tell you what. When we come back and my car's still here and Bigfoot took your shit, Guess what? Who was giving you a lift? <laughs> you know, it, it's, you, you know, I'm, any place I go, I have, I'm, I'm always on. I, I never could really relax. Um, and now that I have kids, forget it, especially daughters. No, ain't going to happen. But, you know, like um, when I first started doing stuff for like professionally, like work wise, I, I did work for um, the IMF World Bank. And one of the things I was tasked with is to figure out a way to forgive third world debt and get third world countries out of debt, right? 
So I remember having this meeting with them about this. You know, they wanted me to come up with a plan. And I said, are, are, are you really doing this because you want to do this? And they gave me this, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, you could tell that they were full of, like, like no, it's, this is just lip service. But I came up with a debt plan, and it was, and it was incredible, basically, forgiving debt for 25 years, having working, creating new industry in third world nations, and then having them become part of the global community. I mean, it was really, it's more intricate than that. Um, no more, you know, no payments for 25 years. They kick in later, but by that time, they should have enough money to just pay the shit off, right? Not be in debt for the rest of their lives. <laughs> When I started hearing stuff that was coming out recently, and, and this was what kind of freaked me out a tad bit, is like, uh, this sounds exactly like my paper um, and my, you know, my plan. Um, what's like a lot of the stuff that's being taken place right now. So I, I'm, I'm trying to find out from some of the people that still work with these, these most disgusting people, the UN and, and World Bank and whatever. But I think we have an opportunity here globally for a, a do-over We'll use those those terms like like no, dude, it's a do-over. Okay, I think we have an opportunity that we as people, not only in this country, David, I don't know about your country, but we've bailed out industry upon industry multiple times, and we keep getting screwed by it. I think we have an opportunity here to tell all industries saying, "F you, all debts forgiven. We're all starting fresh." Let's let's see what happens. Well, everybody is taking advantage of the whole financing, like refinance car. If you need to buy a house, now's the time. I mean, you can get a loan right now that is just so, it's amazing. You know, you could literally buy a house with, with no money out of your own pocket right now. Yep. If that's what you wanted to do. Take advantage of it. Get your car refinanced. Call your credit card company and tell them, look, man, I'm not paying it. You know, they... They have to, in this country right now, because of Trump and all the little things. I've been looking at all the little things he's been doing. You know, whether we get this money or not, that's fine. But for small businesses, oh, my God. If you, There are going to be grants for small businesses if they use it for payroll, mortgage, anything that has to do with the business. You know, if they go out and buy a car with it, you're paying it back. But you see what I'm saying? There is something like that going on right now in, in small little steps. But I think this whole thing has been like boiling a frog. The water just kept getting warmer and warmer and warmer, and bam, it hasn't boiled yet. You know, there's you got to just keep your eyes open and see what exactly is going on. I don't know what's going on in the UK. For you, Dave, are you guys getting any kind of financial help, or what's going on with you? Is the queen going around knocking on the door and handing out $50 bills? What's going down? <laughs> oh, that would be nice. <laughs> I'd have to tidy up first. <laughs> uh, now we've been told that the government's going to fork out 80 percent of our wages up to 2,500 pound a month. Wow! Uh, that's going to be for the next few months, obviously. Well, that's but good. I'm just worrying about how much we're going to have to pay back after all this. Yeah, yeah. Because nothing's for free. That's true. Well, so, we had a president that was giving out money and pallets of cash to other countries. So, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm with you on that one. Okay. We have done that as well. <laughs> the last one was handed out pallets of cash. So it's possible, um, uh, you know, I'm waiting on that too to see how much we're going to have to pay in taxes. But they actually moved our taxes. If you owe taxes this year, it's, it's moved to July now. So, I mean, 
that might be something to look into and see what kind of benefits we do have that we can use to our to to, to at least re relieve the burden individually. You know, everybody's right. got a different vantage point and a different perspective right now, but there are things that we can do um, that'll help, maybe. Well, well <laughs> I hope I work within the drinks industry because I work with the um, a bonded warehouse, okay. which is the customs and excise. And due to the closure of clubs, pubs, restaurants, okay. everything else, my work has suffered badly. Oh, honey, right. yeah. I mean, it's really gone downhill. But, but thankfully, I'm off this week. Thankfully, I'm off this week. We probably get you back in business. Justin, you, you good for a couple of cases, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Cases. Can you take we'll a couple of pallets instead? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, good to go, man. Send me a dress, I'll get them shipped over. Good to go. I make my own, I, I tell you what, I'll, I I make my own booze, man. I'll, I'll be sending you some your way, you know, make sure everything's <laughs> good. <laughs> and toilet paper. There you go. <laughs> Actually, I've got sandpaper. I'm, I'm good. He's good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, but we're all, you see, the problem is we're all in the same spot. This is the first uh, a, a siren I've heard in a long while. So maybe we're getting back to business in, in the New York City area. Um, but, oh, there you go. Yeah. You know what? Um, we don't know what's going to happen from now. I mean, this has never been happened. This has never happened before. So for them to expect something when we're all being hit with this is is absolutely asinine. I mean, you got to be a what? real asshole to think that we're going to be able to just, oh, yeah, sure, here, here you go. Here's, here's, you know, here you go, pals. The only company I saw recently is um, a Ford who said, don't worry, we've been there for Sandy and all the stuff. That, you know, we're here for you. If you need help, just call us. And they're, they're, they're willing to not have you pay something until this is kind of over. Um, yeah. I want to see more companies do that. I want to see the credit card companies going, you know, we know you're, you're, you're suffering right now, so we're going to, we're going to say no, you know, you know, don't pay this month, don't pay next month. Yeah. Um, but eventually, you're going to have to pay. My car insurance did it. I tried to, I tried to pay my monthly car insurance this two days ago, and they said they, they, they refused to take it. They said there's nothing due this month from you, and I know there is. And I said, is this because of the whole thing? They said, well, yeah, we're all sticking together. Don't pay anything this month. And I'm like, I have car insurance, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, companies are doing that. I think you're not hearing as much about that because, unfortunately, the, the MSM, you're not hearing any news, you know, that's good right now. Right, right. Um, I don't know how it is BBC. You know, I tried for years just watching BBC, but you guys got it bad out there too, guys. You know, I hope you have something, you know, out there. I, I Try to watch a little OAN. I just don't pay too much attention to the news. I get my news from different people, Epic Times, the Epoch Times. But, uh, you know, we it's time to look out for neighbors. I live in a senior community. I mean, most of the people in this community are 80 and above. These people are scared to death. They won't even go to the grocery store. They, you have, know? they have very good reason to be scared to death, absolutely. though. You know? Absolutely. You know, and I want to make sure that there's not some 85-year-old woman, um, you know what I'm saying? Right, that, right. Uh, that's sitting up there hungry eating cat food because she's afraid to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. So I thought today we have an entrance to come in, and I want to start a community bulletin board where just people can put stuff up, notes or whatever. Hey, look, I got extra this, you know, 
does anybody need help like getting on FaceTime so you can talk to your family and they don't know how to do it? You know, I could figure out a way to try to help somebody do that. Or do you, you know, do, do you not have a, some cans of beans or you want to trade a canned ham for something else? You know, let's get back into the barter system. But I think there's something we each can do in our communities or at least in our families or something to help, you know, and put some of the kindness back. Because, um, like you were saying, with energy, you know, before, whether it be prayer or, yep, you yep. know, whatever your thing is, we've got to come back this with a little high-frequency vibe, man, you know, and, and whatever that means for us. And there's got to be some way to do it, you know, not just wait on the big companies or the government to, to bail us out. Because, honestly, I don't want anything from anybody. But I'd love to see some good come from this horror because it is a horror. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I, I'd like I'd like a little bit of that kumbaya, you know, like that um, kind of mentality. I'd like that that people to, you like know, like on September twelfth. Yeah, you know, you know, it, it's really, like on September twelfth, two thousand one. The yep. day after that, do yep. this. We will weeks. never see that ever again. For two weeks, this country was fantastic. It didn't matter what color you were, what religion, whatever. You were American. It was okay, and we were looking out for each other. That's yep. what we we need. That brotherly love back. We need yep. to stop with this this the, the the whole thing with these people calling about it. You know, uh, it's a racist Chinese virus. You know what? P- get over yourselves, people. Get over this pr- this <laughs> pronoun. You know the pronoun shit. You like like she she her he. You know I'm my pronoun is shut the fuck up. Okay, there's my pronoun. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, like, you know, like, we're so involved in our, our, our own self and our own righteousness. It's false righteousness. There's a great line in a movie. If you ever see, you want to see a classic movie, see um, The Incredibles. Um, you know, they, they promote mediocrity and, and they lament, the, the, you know, true genius and skill. And, and, and it's just ridiculous. You know, oh, let's give this person a job because they're a trans whatever. I don't give a damn who you love, as long as it's you know you know an adult. Um, I don't care. You you I'm married. You want to be just as miserable as me? Sure, we'll give you the marriage thing too. You know, like you know, we'll tax you just like that. I don't care about it. But when you when people and I think there's a lot of people in this country that just didn't give a damn. But what happens is when you get this 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 justification, these rights, just go on with your life. Stop throwing it in people's faces. People don't want nothing thrown in their face because you're turning off the people that used to support you at this point. Let's just move on. No one cares that, you know, you think you're a vegetable or you're non-binary. I mean, like, this is what you spent $100,000 for a semester at college to find out you you think you're non-binary. If my kid comes home from school and pulls any of this crap, I'm like, you're getting a job. You're not going back to school. You're wasting my time, your time, and, and money over stupidity basically your rights stop where mine begin you know you do whatever you want to do i don't give yep. a shit who you're doing i only care is doing me <laughs> 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 i could care less as long as you're both consenting adults you know what i'm saying i don't give a shit but see we i'm gonna cuss again i can feel it coming it's okay justin cover your ears honey <laughs> <laughs> that's a full of pussies man Yes, I, I get it. I, I agree. 
I have never seen such weakness in all my life. If this doesn't toughen you up, it's going to take you out. <laughs> More. It's yeah. right here. I mean, it's hard to fight. It's a, it, it's an enemy that we yeah. can't see, you know, and it, always going to be vantage point. People are going to be in their houses complaining that they, they're stuck here doing this or doing that until it, it, until it hits them or somebody they care about. And then it's going to get real. And I suggest everybody get real before that happens. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's funny. My, my, one of my really, really good friends was um, National Guard. Then he went down. He, you know, he, he trained for – he's a tank commander. He eventually ended up in PSYOPs and stuff. So he used to tell me some really great stories about basic training and all this other stuff. But he was showing a video once of the – they did a, a story on, like, ABC News, like, 2020. And they followed the latest recruits into boot camp. And they interviewed this kid. He's like – and the and the drill sergeant's, like, yelling at me in my face and stuff. And the kid's <laughs> Just like, and I'm sitting there like, oh my God, this is our military. Washington would have freaking cut their heads off right then and there. You know, I mean, like, it's just, oh. You know, I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, what, what, you know, what they saw at Valley Forge, you know, I mean, those people just, you know, hanging in it. I mean, that's just it. You, you, people are always underestimating the intestinal fortitude of the American soldier. No offense, UK. Um, you know, every single person that fought in a war that thought that they were fighting for the right thing, you're just not seeing that right now. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, there, there, any, any riot, I don't care where it was, they're burning down their own buildings, their own businesses, their own neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Nothing has ever made sense when the, bump, when the bubble bursts, you know? And everybody just goes into a frenzy, whether it's on a college campus or on a you know city block. We have to try to combat it from inside, and also it'll it'll ripple out. It'll ripple out. That's all we can do. Like I said, it's going to be our own vantage point. Everybody's going to be upset that they don't have this or their bills or they lost their job. Unemployment's going to go through the roof. And when it opens back up, you know what's going to happen? Jobs. You're going to have to readjust, you know, and adapt and overcome. It's going to be different jobs. You know, I think another good thing about this is something I've been screaming about for a while is that um, we have a lot of uh, national security issues that are very, very important. Uh, selling our aquifers to foreign nationals is a national security issue. Oh, yeah. uh, allowing yeah. allowing China to have a monopoly on, on our drugs and manufacturing, a national security issue. So I, I really do think here here's the opportunity. This is the rebirth of America. Um, as some of the other people in that, that, that Q conspiracy camp say, like this is, you know, um, if we're no longer under uh, a, a Federal Reserve, uh, Rockefeller, whatever, Rothschild type of thing, and, and, a, and, a, and a, a, a central bank, and we go back to a gold standard, and we reaffirm our Continental Congress and on all the founding documents, um, we're in a better spot. And we have an opportunity now to um, literally use the Army Corps of Engineers, and I would just start refitting re, uh, all these old factories that have been abandoned, take them over, and start putting factories back in and start putting factory workers back in. We may have to go a route, and I know some people are union, uh, where we suspend the union for, for a period of time to get us back on our feet. 
Honestly, um, though, I mean, with the union, dude, the union hasn't actually been useful in manufacturing for like oh, I agree, sixty years, seventy years, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, it yeah. for it formed because you know child labor laws and shit like that, and when what? people were forced to work seventeen hours a day and they'd get paid three dollars, but. You know, right. ever since uh, organized crime got it, their Involved. their hands into it, you know, back in the uh, the forties, it's. Yeah. I, I work I work in the machining industry. I'm a tradesman, yeah. so I mean, it's it's we're not a union shop. We don't pay those dues. We don't need a union, you know. But I've seen people in yep. unions get away with the dumbest shit. Oh. And they can't get fired because they're in a union. Somebody will sue their ass, and it's right. just. It's made people lazy, what, in, what, in my trade anyway. Yeah, well, I agree, especially here in New Jersey. I really believe that too. And it, and my son was actually in one for a while, you know. And I said, "Look, this is not going to be good for you because you know they go on strike. You're going on strike. You know you can't get in, you can't get out." I've heard good stories about it and bad. It's not what it used to be. I agree a hundred percent, Justin. No, but as far as the federal right. and all that stuff, I think something something's going to jumpstart here. I feel no. like something different is going to happen. Right. What? Can't put my finger on it. And and when I w w listen, when I was mentioning the union thing, I was talking about you know when we when we had uh, the auto automotive industry, right? So every every freaking American car made, just even the thought of it, it cost uh, uh, fifteen thousand dollars or or I forgot what the price was on it before it was even built because we owed the union whatever. When Japan started coming here to build in the U.S. down south, like Alabama, Tennessee. They had to renegotiate a deal because the Japanese were not going to allow this. And so they re it's a different, different pay scale if you work down in the southern plants than the, you were up in, in you know, GM land or, or you know, mm -hmm. Motor City. My whole point is that I know why the unions are there. They're the reasons why we have pretty much health, health insurance and there's certain cares and concerns about that. But if you want to try to get manufacturing back in this country and create new industry and jobs, which I think we desperately need, then we're going to have to put this union stuff on hold. And we're going to have to keep it to a point where it stays in check, where people come in and say, no, you're not coming in. We're not allowing the mob to come in. Let it start, you know, 100 years from there, I'm sure there'll be unions in the, in the wazoo and it'll be just as corrupt. But we're, we're at that, that new beginning, the new deal type of thing. Um, all my friends that are on the socialist, democratic, whatever, blah 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 crap. Oh, you know him giving away. They don't understand exactly. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh, so you're going to take the thousand dollars? That's socialism. I said, no, that's not socialism. It's called economics. It's my fucking yeah, money, and they're giving difference. me back my yeah. fucking money. That's all it is. I've paid plenty of my dues. Okay, um, you're getting your money back. It's not the government's money. It's your money, and who knows? You know you. You know, maybe this gives us an opportunity where we do have a, a, a universal wage, a living wage that, that stays here in the country. And maybe that frees up people saying, listen, you know what? We're making, we're making two grand a month. Um, you can go out, get a job. You can make a little bit more. And maybe I'll start a coffee shop or I'll do something else. And then hopefully you hire a third person. So there you, now you're creating jobs. You know, this, this could be a good thing. It's not necessarily bad. It's going to be a little bit weird to figure out the, the, the wheels and get the machine starting to, you know, turn. But this really, in the end, could be very good for everybody. I mean, give you hope where we go back to that, like, where you work to get some money, but you're living more of your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got to get past the disease first. We're obviously going to lose people that we care about. I mean, I, I, 
just the reality of it. I mean, at first, like a week ago, everybody was saying, do you know anybody that's got it? You know, look, you could sit there and talk about semantics all you want. You know, I don't even know that the tests are all coming out positive, negative. Is it true? Is it not true? There's, there's something going on and it's taking people out. When I saw them, I saw a, a, a man in Italy. Of course, I know Italy is different and yada, yada. <laughs> but uh, he turned the pages of the obituaries. On Monday, it was one page. Tuesday, it was two and a half pages. By Wednesday, it was 12 pages. I mean, that's something that you can see. Yes, I know that everybody, you know, there's a lot of uh, older people. We started this and Ron had said that, um, I'm sorry, and it was Dave that said that he thought it was possibly illegal genocide. Well, I don't know who did it. I don't know if it just happened, but we're losing people. So we got to get through this, take care of yourselves, take it seriously. But like I said, try to find some good in it somewhere. Try to, even if it's just spending time with your family and realizing that life is fragile, man. You know, and tomorrow's promised to no one. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's inevitable that the numbers are going to jump the more people get tested. That's what I keep trying to tell people. I'm like, listen, guys, like the more people that get tested, yeah, it's inevitable all the numbers are going to jump. But I think, and I hate, or I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, but, you know, we have a lot of people from outside of America trash our healthcare system up and down the block but at the end of the day when you need a major surgery where the hell do people come they come here so i think i think we're kind of lucky in that fashion that we do have the best doctors the best hospitals yeah you know because we have that free capitalism you know i hate saying that you know what i mean but doc the best doctors can make more money here and so i mean that's one of those things that makes me um makes me a little bit better so but i got to uh, makes me feel better but i gotta jump off this call actually got to do a live youtube show (laughs) right now so (laughs) that's not a problem you know just before you go yeah, t- t- I'm just running on that. When this first started, they were interviewing a lot of these European doctors and bigwigs in the, in the medical community over there and trying to question, like, what's going on in, in Italy? And they said, are, are you concerned about the U.S. and this happening in the U.S.? They said, no, because the U.S. isn't a socialized medicine country. Exactly. The, yeah. the reason why it was so terrible in, the U- in Europe right now is because of socialized medicine. Bottom line. Okay. So just, I love you, know. Justin. Have a good night, yep. sweetheart. All right. Thanks for I'll jumping see you guys in, Justin. Later. It was very nice meeting you. Pleasure. Um, good luck over there in England, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Like, in Jeez. all seriousness, all bullshit aside, man. Stay safe good. over there. Be smart. Oh, don't worry. We've got our ways. I don't know you. I don't know you, but I love you, man. So. <laughs> I love you, brother, man. I love you, brother. Right. There you, you go. You guys take it easy. Have a good one, Justin. Yep. Bye, darling. Goodbye. So, so Dave... I, I can't thank you enough for being on this lovely broadcast right there. You know? No, no, it's my honor. I mean, it's, it's you know, I, I, I when, when this first started and I thought about this because I was so, I had so much inside me. I think we all did. And we wanted to talk and vent and stuff. Like, just things weren't right and things weren't going the right way and a lot of misinformation and miscommunication. Um, but I, and, and, and I'm, I appreciate you coming on and, and, 
you know, it's really early for you where you are, and I know you have a show to do tomorrow, uh, or that it's today there now. Um, so it's just it's great to see the perspective and hear the difference of what's going on. Oh, no, it's not a problem. Like I say, it's my honor, and thanks for asking and thinking of me. Well, yeah. and, you know, I, I, I always think of, of my, my friends and, and people and, um, you know, people I value their opinions. I mean, everybody that's on this broadcast that I was inviting, I inv I, you know, they, they all have their own shows, but I do value their opinions. I want to get their perspective. I think we all want to hear, like, what's going on PA? What's going on down in you know, Jersey? What's going on in New York? I mean, what's in the UK? You know, I invited a couple other people on the other end of, of, of Canada, like, Brit you know, the BC area, the, the Vancouver and BC, you know, because everybody's reacting differently and everybody's getting different information. And if we could just put this out there and help people out, make them feel better, um, take past the time. This is what we do as people and as podcasters. I mean, like, I love everybody's show that, that's been on here. Um, Justin has a freaking fantastic show. Cisco's stuff is off the chart. I mean, and, and, and when Cisco, Cisco, when you get rolling and boogieing with, like, this making up a story, forget it. Um, so I expect to see the copy of that book coming out soon. But, Hopefully. You know, Hopefully. You know, and then, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. This is the type of stuff that Dave and I used to talk about when I first met Dave through a, another friend. We just chatted just like this on it, like a, basically a Skype slash uh, yeah, call. Um, it's just an instantaneous connection. It's, it's real people grounded down to earth. And we'll tell it like it is, you know, cursing or no cursing. I mean, that's what I love about this. And, you know, love everybody that was been on it. I apologize for my mouth. I've just had it. <laughs> I apologize all over the place. <laughs> I'm just real. I'm real. I'm old. You know, I'm just too old for this. I'm in the percentile. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, I think, I don't want to say scares me. Let's say concerns me. What concerns me is I'm not getting information out that, you know, um, what is actually taking these people out? Obviously, it's a respiratory. Well, you know, um, from what I hear, it's a, it's a virus that gives you the flu and pneumonia at the same time. Similar. Yep. So you're trying to fight that. And it's just, I mean, I don't know. I mean... You know, in all the movies that you guys have seen throughout, and I don't know what kind you watch, but the one that always got me was Red Dawn, the original. Yeah. You know, Red Dawn. With Patrick you know, Swayze. Wolverine and all that. Yeah. See, that was something that was, you know, when you first watch, I don't know, Dave, did you ever see the movie, the original? I don't think I have, to be honest. Okay. Well, while you're shut in, pull it up. You can probably get it on YouTube, the original one. The yeah, new one was... Free. For free. But, um, so anyway, when it happened, I believe they were in school and you kind of look and, you know, people are, uh, guys are parachuting out of the sky. You know, you got helicopters and all of a sudden all these parachutes. It just happened and it was kind of like unrolled as, this can't be happening. This must be shooting a movie. They can't, first comes the denial, then comes the, you know, all of the patterns that you normally feel when something like this is happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, people just start shooting everybody and people scatter. And then the groups, you know, the, the groups began to uh, um, gather, you know, the little groups of, 
you know, young kids that were going to fight against this, you know, and, and try to stay alive. And the times within that movie that they realized they weren't going to see their parents again or saw their parents killed or put behind in these camps or whatever um, and just had to go out in the wilderness and fight to stay alive. And then they got together and decided they were going to fight back. That's really kind of the way society is. At first we saw this coming and it was like, nah, you know, this can't be. And then the reality started setting in. And I think for a lot of people, the reality sunk in when they went to the grocery store and saw the empty aisles. I went to the grocery yep. store for seven days time and the cat food aisle was empty. The pet food aisle, completely empty. I made my son take a picture of it. I couldn't believe it. All the way down to the litter, gone. And I'm glad people are thinking about their pets. But, you know, then the next thing was, you know, all the paper products, all the paper plates and the, you know, everything gone. Meat, completely empty. The bottom bins empty with just the blood stains and the meat that used to be there, which is kind of gross. But that's when it tells you that there's something happening. You know, it was different than Sandy. We knew the hurricane was coming. I'm right here on the shore. You know, people died on my block. You know, they drowned. They didn't leave. They didn't heed the warning. So this was similar, but in a, such a slow crawl way. You know, we saw what was happening in China. We didn't believe it because of the videos and all this other stuff. And then, you know... Uh, when it started hitting Iran, you don't hear much about that, but it did. And Italy, of course, and Spain, and then here. And I think that we're just such a materialistic society here in America. You've got your fantastic, you know, vets and people like that and hard work and Americanized people that believe in, you know, our country and everything else. But these... This other generation is just, it's so odd. I mean, it, it makes me sick that you can go from certain movies and then you find out that there's like been five Saws or five Purge movies. Yeah. Well, do you see what I'm saying? Yep. It's yep. different, man. And um, I hope this does shake some of the character out of these kids. Um, but I fear for the old ones. I can't figure out what's taking them out so quick. This family that, that passed today, the seven, one of them was 40 years old, you know, yep. they weren't all seventies, eighties, you know? Well, I mean, and, I, you know, you know, this is something, this virus, the way it does, it blocks your, your pulmonary, uh, uh, vessels. So, you know, you gotta you gotta drink warm water, a lot of warm water every 20 minutes. You want to, um, you know, gargle with warm salt water, or like you're doing with the colloidal silver, you know, and, and drink it and and, and take it in. Um, and you but yeah, but you know, if if one person has it, and then a second person has it, and so on and so forth, that's awesome. Um, you know, if that's the case, you know. Yes. This stuff is great, Dave, by the way. Coital Silver. I have the exact same one. Um, it's an amazing brand, actually. But you I know, don't 
So I know you can get it, Dave, in the UK. I don't know if you believe in it, but I've been taking it for about 20-something years now, you know, uh, and it's helped me eat an awful lot of stuff. Never heard of it, to be honest. It's called, it, well, it's colloidal silver, and the whole thing about colloidal silver is if you make it in your basement, <laughs> which a lot of people do, it's simple to make, but you can't harness the thing that really works with it. It works some, but not as much. And the whole thing about this, if you can see the, I don't know how I can get a good, a good thing on that where it's not such a glare. It might be a little bit better. But sovereign silver, it's a uh, hydrosol, so it doesn't have the oxidation in it. Like if you have regular sterling silver, it tarnishes. If that's what it is, it's silver. But uh, it goes way back to your country, by the way. <laughs> Well, yeah, look, yes, it does. <laughs> it does. Because they figured, you know, all the, uh, during the plagues and stuff like that, the royals, uh, the, the people who had money, um, were, were surviving. Well, they looked back in, into the history of it to see uh, what it was that, you know, they thought, okay, well, they're just eating better, so their immune system is better. That's not really what it was. Uh, they were eating an awful lot of um, raw garlic. They'd put it in their food for, uh, you know, flavor. And they were cooking it in silver. And they were eating on silver. And when you he heated up the silver, a little bit of that silver got into the food, and it was actually helping to kill um, these viruses and germs and stuff like that. So yep. anyway, it's fantastic. They use it. They they use it in hospitals. They use it on burn victims. They put it in a cream because it only works uh, while it's wet on the outer of your skin for a burn or a wound. But if you take it internally, you take a, uh, one teaspoon. I think it's three times a day, and it helps build your immune system. And when there's really something going on, you take it even more, and it tells you on the box. It cost about 10 bucks for four ounces. I think I bought a 32-ounce bottle for each person in the house and um, online from Vitacost, Vitamin Shop, and a couple other places have it. And they'll ship it to your door free in like two days. So, um, like I said, you know, you take it, it builds your immune. I'm doing a lot of uh, raw garlic and, and things like that, blueberries, all the natural stuff. But um, that being nebulized goes right into your lungs and your sinuses and it's supposed to attack anything like um viral micro uh microbacterial work. yeah yeah and so, it kills it yeah. kills it insulates surrounds it and 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 chokes it out right brian right so so basically what happens is um in the 70s a lot of people a lot of kids started suffering from allergies i don't know about the uk so a lot of kids needed uh humidifiers warm mist yeah. and cold mist the problem with those is that that they're they can create bacteria in their uh, legionnaires disease or whatever so people were getting sick from it so they needed to either get a new filter and then they needed to use special chemicals to treat the water prior to putting it in there well what what happens and the new trend now is if you go out and you look at any of these shops that sell like housewares and house supplies um, all humidifiers now come with a silver stick because the silver is a natural antimicrobacterial uh, substance. It kills back bacteria. Another thing, yep. and no offense to the, to the English, Dave, 
because um, uh, <laughs> it's going to go this way. I'm going to mention teeth, bad teeth. Okay, the, you know the, the quintessential. Uh, 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 you know on 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 everything. When when I had um, I had some cavities. I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, I had silver put in, and oh. although you had cavities, it, that silver in the filling actually prevented more bacteria from forming, thus preventing cavities. The minute they took out the last filling in my mouth, my mouth exploded with problems, be it uh, a cavity here, cavity there, whatever. So, um, you know, they, they did it out of the vanity of humanity. Oh, you don't want that silver in your mouth. Well, guess what? You do want it in your mouth. You want the silver in your mouth. You want to have silver in your drink. Um, I, you can go out and buy a troy ounce of real pure silver, mind you, and you can always put these little little um, pieces actually in your water jug in your house, and you're like like you were going to serve to people. It'll it'll just clean up the water. So any problems yeah. you have with water, you'll you'll technically be purifying it because of the silver. And you do have to be, what I recommend for people as a company that I've been for a long time is like the Sovereign Silver because um, there's some other silver out there that they sell at some of the shops that's a colloidal silver. But when I got bit, Dave doesn't know this, but I got bit by five brown recluse spiders in one, one night. And if you don't know what a brown recluse spider bite looks like, look it up. It looks like a shark attack because it kills. There's a necrosis that comes with the venom. And it eats your tissue. And I discovered this stuff. Um, I was seeing some high-end herbalists. And when I, was, when I put that on the bite, the red just, dis just disappeared. It was like this. I mean, you could literally see it. It was very slow, but you could see it creep back and just heal. And that's what <clears throat> I started studying it. Now, you'll hear people, um, in fact, in the movie, uh, The Five People You Meet in Heaven, one of the men in the freak show was blue because when he was young, I think in the 40s maybe, um, they were giving it to kids. You know, I forget what disease it was they were giving it to him for. And they turned blue because they were giving them the oxidizing type of silver and your skin tarnished. That's what it was. But now that it doesn't happen with this one. So... I highly recommend people researching, research natural herbs to build your, so easy to go down and buy organic garlic. Believe me, it's there. Nobody's buying it. It's right there in the vegetables with all, you know, yep. so chop it, wait six and a half minutes, chop it again. And by doing that, you're breaking up the cells in the garlic and it doubles its healing power. And I eat it in salsa. I make a salsa and I eat it. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that, you know. Yep. As uh, you know, I've and, I, and on top of that, I, I've smoked for years. So, you know, you just got to do what you can do. Now's the time. Research um, little things like that are so inexpensive to get, you know. And for for Pete's sake, stay home. I mean, these poor people. This whole family is 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 going because they went to a wedding two weeks ago. They went yep. to a wedding. Yeah, they, you know, Jesus, crazy! It's so sick. Well, the, you know, that's that's the whole thing. You know, when when people, you know, people also are afraid now. If you get like a cold or whatever, you don't want to go, and because if they're, they're afraid of retaliation from people that are are scared, and mm -hmm. um, so you know, you don't want to be the guy that has the plague, because sure. then they'll they'll just you know they'll bring out the pitchforks and stuff. Um, but that being said. 
the reason why these people have probably died is because everybody started to get it and no one could take care of anybody and it just it's just and it's that's life um I, I i also say stay home don't go to the store if you don't need to but that yeah. means like go out go go to your park just stay away from people um yeah. walk you know walk on the other side of the street you know just keep your distance but definitely take the take the moments like this to enjoy nature listening to the birds um the car traffic is fantastic there's none yeah. um and and you know what this is what it this is what life should be it should be a, little, a lot less stressful like you know you're not competing with the Joneses at this point. Um, yeah. It would be and nice. So, yeah. Are they giving you any kind of breaks in the UK on, you know, on mortgages or rent? Or is there anybody banded together to give people relief on that day? Not as far as I know of. I don't know if there's going to be any plans to implement that in the future. But, but at not, the moment, off electric or anything like that, because we've got that where they said that, that nobody, the electric companies can't shut off electric on people. Nobody can be evicted. Nobody can. I don't know if they're giving you that kind of assistance, you know. No, like I say, I've not heard of that yet. Oh, gosh, I hope they do. Well, right now, the queen is abdicating, right? She's, she's out. <laughs> um, she's stepping down, which is very bizarre to begin with right off the bat. Um, well, I don't know. Charles is pretty happy. Well, I mean... I, I, Charles. He, he just, Charles, he's pretty happy that she's abdicating. Yeah, but I don't I don't think anybody wants him as the king, though. Um, he's only been waiting for about four years. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, Harry knows he, you know, when you look back at what's taking place and all this stuff and and Harry coming over to North America with his bride who was a you know headstrong whatever I mean maybe maybe things were going down and he's like I'm out of here I, I don't want to be here for this what did you uh, guys think about what that what's the what's the scuttlebutt as you guys say about that well as far as I'm concerned and this is just a personal opinion mm-hmm Harry knew he was never going to be king. It was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I believe he made the right choice in putting his family first. Good for him, yeah. You know, yeah. If, for someone to break away from royal duties and want to take on a normal life, mm-hmm. good luck to you. I'd yeah. him for it. I do too. I, yeah. That 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 he would do something like that, and I I remember him saying something about you know I can't I'm paraphrasing, but you know you destroyed my mother. I'm not gonna let you do it to my family. You yep. know whatever that meant, whatever that meant. You know. Well, I know as well. There's been rumors that Kate didn't like uh, Megan, mm-hmm. and they wasn't really accepting Megan for the fact that she was of sort of. Black ascent, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And to me, if that is the case, then I'm sorry, but I would be a first from it that I would be ashamed yeah. of the royal family and I would be ashamed to be English. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's also talk, and, and I know we're switched, we switched to this for a, a second, though, but there's also talk that um, Harry may not actually be Ch- Prince Charles's son. <laughs> um and, and I've heard this a couple of diff- from different people that um, he looks a kind of a, a lot like uh, other people, and he may have realized, well, if they killed my mother for no reason, 
and I'm not really their blood. I mean, they'd have no second, you know, thought about taking me out. Um, I don't know as much. I mean, that may have been used as an excuse for the most part, but there's a lot of uh, hanky-panky, as they say, going on over there at the royal uh, castle, especially with naked people climbing out of windows. Oh, the royal family is the most dysfunctional family in the country. <laughs> they're, they're the Clintons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but I know uh, there was rumors as well that Diana at the time was pregnant. Yep. Um, to have someone of different nationality within the royal family was really frowned upon. Yep. Even though Charles had this affair with Camilla and everything else, mm. for some reason, when it comes to Diane, it's like, oh, no, no, she can't do that, even though they was divorced. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Philip, uh, Prince Philip, was not happy about the whole thing and may have ordered that um, elimination. But, you know, the, the, the I, I, don't, I don't know why people make things so complex for themselves and... Um, there's no re- need for it, in my opinion. I mean, if you're the king or the queen, you do whatever the hell you want, right? Well, this is how else I come up with the theory of legal genocide. Because we know for a fact that the people in power have no objections to sort of taking people out when you're getting too close or you know too much. So why not take out the ones that are draining our resources do it in a legal fashion, and no one's going to question it. Right. Yep. And that legal fashion is like what Italy did, where we're not going to treat people that are senior citizens. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. It, wasn't it, wasn't it um, Philip who said if he could die and come back, he wanted to come back as a, a plague or something like that? Was Won't that be Philip? surprised. Yep. <laughs> but he did, didn't he? I believe so, and I'm so worried, because if ever, no disrespect to Trump, but if ever Trump, Boris Johnson, and Prince Philip got together, we're in trouble. Yeah, well, (laughs) let me tell you something, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that's transpired in this last week, you know, when we started this whole little, you know, this quick roundtable, um... There are leaders that were on the opposite side of, of the Trump train and, and everybody else that are now supporting it. There are gl- global leaders that are now falling in line and supporting it. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. I, I, I you know, I, I don't have enough popcorn to watch the movie, and I don't really want to watch the movie because I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm part of it at this point. But um, watching it for you. Yeah. Look at how. Was received in India. What do you think about that? Which one again in India? What, the way Trump was received in India. Yeah, they they they, they appreciated. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that know what he's about, and and look, oh. I, I I worked in finance. I worked uh, for big banks uh, for about 20 years on trading floors. I, I we did deals for the Trump corporations and against them. I mean, we seized cruise ships that he owned. Literally, they pulled into port and were like, nope, those are ours. Bring the tow truck. You know, so we know how the guy operates. I mean, he, yeah, he's a mouthpiece. He, you know, when you, when you grow up with $60 million in your pocket and a, and a platinum spoon, not silver, um, you say what you want because you, you're that, you have that kind of like power. 
Um, so I know how he operates. He also has, you know, being in a financial bracket that's well beyond mine, he has access to different resources and, and breaks that anybody would have taken if they had the access to them. So most of the people that are complaining about his, his, his finances don't know finance. Um, basically, Trump has been a corporate raider since day one. He goes in, takes it. If it works, it works. If not, he sells the parts. Uh, Carl Icahn's been doing it since day one, too. So there's no news there. But um, I think he, this guy genuinely, I don't know if he got the spirit of Jesus or God or whomever, but I think he generally has a heart looking to help this country out and, the, and its citizens. And now, basically the world. I don't know, I've got to agree with you on that because he has done a hell of a lot since this virus has come to public light. There's no, no yep. getting around it. He, I mean, he has, and, and, and you know, part of the, the stuff that I was a little bit questioning because of, of being odd is he's, he's called this prior to the new year, we're closing the borders. Yep. That, that, and then he got so much, you know, crap from like, oh, you're racist. You won't let these people in, whatever. No, he's like, you know, he did the right thing. And no one's giving him credit for doing the right thing. That really helped keep our numbers down. Yes, a lot more people are going to get this. Uh, almost everybody's going to get it. I got to be honest, a year ago when I tested, when I felt like I had the flu, and it was like the flu, but it wasn't, and I was achy, and it was a breathing thing. Like, I'm like, I mean, everything they're describing very well could have been coronavirus. And, and my wife, we didn't test positive for the flu, but they gave us some Tamiflu or whatever the hell it is. And in 24 to 48 hours, we were fine. Um, but this guy's, you know, we're going to get people to have more numbers. It's just you're not looking at the right number of people. It doesn't matter if 100,000 people in this country have it. Because if, if 99.999 of those 100,000 survive it, then only, you know, a, a few people um, have, oh, uh, you oh. know... That was my that, that's that's the only ringer I can I will listen to um, at this point. <laughs> that's my cell phone. So someone's my, my my other Q friends calling me right now. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, he he's he's uh, he's very. I'm gonna use the term introverted. He, he won't discuss this like that. You know, he he, he won't do that. Um, but I, I I think you know you got to look at the uh, the bigger picture numbers of. Who, the people that are surviving and there are more yeah. people now surviving than than dying so this is why i think the press has been a problem they've been blowing this up and really ramping the scaring the shit out of people and we've got to, as a people as americans as global citizens as britons if you know wherever you are don't blow this crap up okay they should be reporting listen it's a serious virus but if you do get it, you need to do X, Y, Z to stay hydrated, just like the flu. And they're going to be working on something to get it so that it eradicates it. That was the, the better approach. But the Chinese news network, oh, sorry, CNN, <laughs> um, they chose to take the other route. Well, if all the Americans are scared, what are you going to say to them? And I'm like, you know, and that's when Trump goes off on them. And he has every damn right to. And you know what? Some of the Democrats in, in, in my, my, well, the King Cuomo even said, he goes, that was a bad question. These people are mm -hmm. fear-mongering. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yep. Can I ask a quick question? Do you mind if I ask Dave a question? You can do whatever you want. I'm just very interested. 
um, with all of your, you know, this might be stereo, if it's stereotyping, I promise. <laughs> but with all the tea um, and stuff that goes on there, have you heard, um, you know, uh, from you or your family or your ancestry or anything like that? Are you into any kind of herbal teas or anything, natural cures at all or anything like that? Uh, we do tend to be going over to more natural cures now. Sales uh, in sort of natural weight loss products and sales in vitamins and everything like that has just skyrocketed. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's where we've become more sort of fame and decided we need to look after ourselves more. I don't know, but it has seemed like natural solutions are going up more compared to medical and manufactured solutions. That's amazing. That's amazing. I was wondering that because I don't know if it was just, um, you know, for the cameras or, you know, propaganda, whatever, but I know that Charles is very into organic growing, uh, gardening and stuff like that. I doubt he does a lot of it himself. I don't know. I don't see that much, but I was wondering if that was something that was happening when people are, you know, paying a little bit more attention to the food or, um, the history there, you know, I mean, it just goes back and it's so rich. And, you know, we were talking about the silver earlier. And I mean, I was on another panel this afternoon when I came in, they were bashing it. They were talking about all these people are talking about this is garbage. It's garbage. I'm like, no, 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 it's not. You just have to know about it. Just like anything. Um, I'm real big and not taking a lot of medicine. You know, I'm real big and not taking pain medicine and, and things like that. But Again, I'm not against, you know, like Justin was saying earlier with our doctors and the doctors and the things that they've come, they put my son back together. I mean, no two ways about it. When he had that car accident, he was completely crushed. I mean, his, he was crushed, his whole body. And they put him back together, you know, um, and you can't do that. But while he was still in ICU, I was watching, I asked the girl, I said, what are you putting on, you know, the stuff that they had already stitched up. I said, can I see that tube? And she showed me, and Neosporin had more in it. I know my ingredients. And I'm like, this is what you're using? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, are you done here and here? And she said, yeah. And I said, good, because I got stuff in my purse that's going to work better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true story. And because yep. I did, you can't, the scars on him, I mean, he's got, plates and screws and all kind of stuff but the scarring is amazing and i use silver gel and when yep. she came and said my god his wounds are amazing what are you using i showed her my bottle and she said i've never heard of it so if we could just get the two worlds to meet you know what i'm saying but i was very interested in that as far as you know teas and stuff because i use a lot of my dried herbs you know like to calm uh, that's one of the famous things. That's where the whole thing, carry on and drink tea. That's where it all comes from. Because they gave valerian root tea uh, during the bombings in the war. Yeah. And valerian root is actually... Make you go to sleep? Valium out of... Well, they make... It's, it's one of the active ingredients in Valium. Valerian root. Uh, I it's, think we need some of those well, now. <laughs> well, drink valerian root tea. I've got some. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just finished up a bottle of some shipwreck uh, rum, coconut rum. 
Um, that was that worked for me actually. Um, <laughs> system though. You know what? Um, I don't drink that often. It's just a, a slight drink. I'm like a school kid now, um, like starting out drinking, and I, I have no desire to be really intoxicated. Um, I know people that are dealing with this this event pharmaceutically, um, you know, taking care of some stuff for themselves. But I, I, I if I'm going to bear witness, I want to bear witness. Yeah. There's a lot going on, man. This is history. We're all living through history. They pray to God. We all live through history, you know. We get on the other side of this, you know. I think it will make a change. I hope it will. But you know what? I don't think it's going to make the changes that we think. There's still going to be an awful lot of that solid group in the center. I mean, how how are um, young people where, where you are in the UK, Dave? I mean, is it? Is it really as materialistic and, I don't know, it's insane. Are you having that there too? Well, you saying about the film earlier, mm -hmm. I've been thinking the way the youngsters are nowadays, I don't know if you've ever seen a comedy film called Idiocracy. No. No. Honestly, it is getting to a point where it is scaring the going to happen it is yep. a comedy film but it, <laughs> let's just say within the next 50 years the man that knows to put water on plants is going to become president because he's the smartest man alive <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of way it's going yeah yeah it's like those <laughs> you know you got to feed your children I didn't know that. I didn't know we had to feed them. I thought, you know, you just get them and, you know. <laughs> that's I don't know sad. if you know it's about the latest craze amongst the youngsters. Is that licking toilets? Licking toilets, licking doorknobs. Oh, and they called it the Corona Challenge. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I, Seriously. I love all these oh. challenges. Oh. oh, God. You know. And that's our future. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's why I mentioned the film Idiocracy, because that is the way they are going. Honestly, it is scary to think what they're doing now and the fact that when they grow up, I just dread to think what this country is going to be like. We're, we're, well, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking. You told me yesterday about, well, you know... It, it does. It it makes sense if you think about it. it. Depends on which way you're leaning and what you're focusing on. But the fact that it's taken out all the the older generation, I'm thinking, man, those are the people that would have voted with some common sense. You know, like I Not said, just, yeah, like I said the last time, take out the, the the people that won't let this crap happen. Yeah. Well, and that, that, said. That, it is sad, but unfortunately, that's the way of the world now. Mm -hmm. Yep. I guess we're not going to solve any problems tonight, but uh, it's been about two hours and change. I wow, like, really? I, yeah, I don't want to kill everybody, um, but I, I can't thank everybody enough. I can't thank Justin. That blew me away. It was like, thank you very much for that gift. I've um, been trying to hook up with you. And, and, and also, I want to do that thing uh, with you you and Justin uh, Cisco eventually sooner than later um i can't thank you enough dave for 
staying up as early as you have and being part of this. I really do appreciate that. Um, and the Ghost of the Hour will probably be played prior to this being you know, published. I'll be publishing this after the Ghost of the Hour, but check it out on KCOR, right? Um, Sundays? Sundays, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Right. And Cisco, Journey Through the Gate, um, I can't thank you enough because my sister, you know, you got game. You, um, Justin's got game too. Justin's amazing. I thank Ron for coming on. It's just, I think we need to get these, these going every once in a while to give the world a perspective on our, on what's going around in different areas of the world. So that's my two cents. You know, I don't know about you guys. Glad we're here. I'm glad we were all here and able to get together for another week. And, and, and I pray that anybody that listens to this, they're, you know, if, if this virus uh, doesn't touch um, your family, let it at least touch your heart. Let, 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 let it make you look at things differently and not take things for granted. You know, life is fragile and let's treat it as such and be kind to one another. And uh, Dave, I love you across the pond. I can't wait to have you on. And I've listened to your show and I think it's fantastic. I love your opening and everything. And Brian, you know I love you, baby. Yep, you know, it's really funny. One of the, you know, I was sitting up last night and I started playing some music. And one of the songs I think was uh, because one of my other friends was talking about they're going to put up Christmas lights. Which is kind of interesting. Like, like I'm just going to put my Christmas tree up now. You know, just change change the view, change everything up. But And then I, I played, um, you know, Do They Know It's Christmas. Oh. And it's, it's very apropos. We need to come together to help everybody out. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do that. It doesn't matter your border. You know, respect your nation, but let's all start coming together and being civilized and humanized. You know? Amen. Well, Amen. anything else from, from, from the UK, Dave? No, just as you know, got our support. And people, do us a favor. Stop out buying you can't eat it all, for God's <laughs> sake. Yes, you can't. All I know is Jenny Craig is going to get swamped with business by the time this is over. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm planning on being a lot thinner. So, um, that being said, everybody, thanks for paying attention, listening in. I'm ending it now. Be safe, be well, stay away from everybody, and just respect and be nice. Stop licking doorknobs for Christmas. (laughs) And toilet seats. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to say goodbye. Bye, baby. Bye. Thanks for coming on, guys. Night. Love you, both. Bye. You too, sweetie. Hey, this is Brian Bowden. I want to extend a deep thanks to Purple Planet. You guys rock. You're listening to Double Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. The opinions expressed on Double Boomy are of that of the host and his guests.
Hey everyone, I'm Kat Ward, host of Paranormal Heart, your monthly paranormal podcast. Join me the last Sunday of every month as I speak to people who share their paranormal experiences. You can follow me on Podbean, YouTube, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and Paranormal Radio. spirits everywhere, watching, waiting, seeking that opportune time to reveal themselves like no other. They fill our worlds with so much. Seriously? You didn't just do that. You farted on the promo? What's wrong with you? I thought you were professional. Go away. Go. I, I got it. I got it. Hey everybody, it's Brian Bowden, host of Nobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. We have an amazing show that covers the paranormal, conspiracies, music, art, entertainment, trending topics, and so much more. Please join us by subscribing to the show on Podbean at InsideTheGoblinUniverse.Podbean.com, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere you find podcasts. It's an informative, fun, and overall entertaining good time, and uh, we'll keep the gas to ourselves. Why don't you burp next time? Someone give me Brian Anderson.